episode of the Premier League project. So here I'm with a Man City fan reacting to the most recent game, which was between Man City and Spurs, where Man City came out 3-0 winners. So we've got George on today. Do you want to Hello. Man City <laughs> fan from life, basically. Of course. Of course. Right. What's the best place to get started? So we'll start with the lineup then. What did you think when you saw the lineup? Because they're a bit interesting. Because I wondered if Stones were gonna, still going to work without his favourite sort of partner in Diaz. When I first saw the lineup with no Diaz and Laporte in that, I wasn't worried, but I wasn't as confident as I usually am. Like I don't really know the reasoning behind him being left out. It could have been fitness. It could have been this or what. I know he's rested midweek against Swansea, but. We we played absolutely brilliant. The defence just kept its solidarity. Yeah. It was... We were still solid even without that that general that we brought in in the summer, who's completely and utterly changed our team. We still it's still funny with Diaz, isn't it? Because he, look, he looks... He's only 23 and he looks sort of way past his years already. He's, he's the leader in that team for me. 100%. 100%. Uh, he's completely changed our team. It's so funny as well because I think from what I've heard that he were actually fourth choice because the Koulibaly, Koundé, I can't remember the other one, and then obviously Diaz. But it's a, yeah, it's amazing how he's come in. Excellent piece of business. Because he wasn't even on like the radar for all the, like people like Upper Meccano, they're obviously on the radar for big teams at the moment. And I think we said Bayern Munich have just come in recently, but Diaz didn't seem to be on there. He didn't. I didn't seem to see him linked with other other big. No, players. it just kind of his name got mentioned. The next thing you know, he's. He's wearing the shirt. Um, yeah, exactly. Nobody really knew what to expect. Nobody knew what really how he played or what he was gonna what impact he'd have. And he's just been absolutely brilliant since coming in. Yeah, he has. The other person I think's been really good this season as well is uh, Cancelo, and he he went bad today again. Where going forward and everywhere really. I think he actually started out as a right winger to be honest. So yeah, but he's I, really into his own. Cancelo just. I think Pep just start the game. He's like, Joe, go where you want, do what you want. You see him at right back. You see him on the left wing. You see, I don't think he'd do a job in net, but if, <laughs> if you asked him to, I'm sure he would. Like you just see him anywhere, and he covers Pep in as well lines. for Rodri, doesn't he? Where he, he drops in at CDM. That's um, sort of a Pep thing in it because he tried that with Kyle Walker, but I think sort of Cancelo's more with yeah. the way he's good on the ball. The way he's on the ball, I think it's more beneficial for Cancelo to be in that position. Yeah. Pep came in and we had very much like a left back and a right back with full backs and he brought in Cancelo. Zinchenko started out as an attacking midfielder. He knows the role very well. Um, he wants to play with the wing backs that go high up the pitch and rely on the two defenders or three defenders left back to, to cover for them while they push up the pitch and I think Cancelo does that perfectly and he just has that more, he just has just that little bit more creativity in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, getting back to the actual game and so that was the lineup. It was quite, but I think besides that, it was pretty sort of a standard. It was the strongest of, team, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, I, I think the only place you have to start after that is Gundogan. How was it? How good has he been this season? My I word. think Gundogan is up there for Player of the Year, Premier League. I think player it's a bit year. early that for that. I have not seen a player. We, he, he was brilliant when we signed him. It, it was Pep Guardiola's first signing. He came into the club and he went out on this man. We got him and yes, he's had his injuries and he's he's had his ups and downs. He's never really been like what he was at Dortmund until this season. 
like he was averaging, I think it was like two or three goals a season, few assists here and there. But this season, he's defending and he's getting into that striker role. We rotate our attacking players. You see Foden on the left, the right, the middle, wherever. And when you have players like João Cancelo pushing up into midfield and covering where Gundwan usually would sit, that allows him to make them runs into the middle. He can bag a goal or an assist. I think he's just he's just covering for. That's the main thing in it. Perfectly. I think the the goals are the thing he's had because I saw a stat that said he's now scored um, a brace in like three of his last five games, which is just yeah. phenomenal. He, he's amazing, and he also gets back and he also gets back and defends like everything he does. Just the way he, he, he reads the pitch, he's like a false nine playing in that that central midfield. He does the darting runs, but he also gets back. He wins the ball. He plays the ball. He's phenomenal. Yeah, because I've always known him as quite like a sort of he's quite a tidy footballer, isn't he? Obviously, but yeah, yeah, that that's the thing I think this season. He's sort of these late runs into the box that are just going sort of unmarked. Mm. And yeah, he's capitalising. I mean, he could have even scored in the first half before he even he scored his goals. Like yeah. he had one that I think maybe Sanchez blocked off the line of Aaron Yeah, it, yeah. Um, I just I just want to bring light to to his second goal. Uh, Davinson Sanchez died oh, on the floor that is the sent worst him. defending i've ever seen <laughs> absolutely sent him and then buried it past larice it was phenomenal see that's something you don't expect from gundu and is it was the strength that we like yeah as i said i always saw him as like quite a tidy football but mm. he seems to put himself about a bit more nowadays yeah and i think he's definitely definitely filling that gap that that huge gap that david silver left in the club yeah, because everyone thought it was sort of an obvious sort of Foden replacement, but it seems mm. now that Foden's sort of veering out to the right on the right-hand side or veering out to the left. Yeah, he's very... Like, not really sort of in the actual like centre-mid role, if you know what I mean. No, but then we have... then we have the, you, you even saw Rodri taking touches, little little passes and everything in, in that final third in the box. Like, our midfield kind of take that space and we play where we want. If you, if you watch... Um, Bernardo, Jesus and Foden and Sterling Sterling started out on the left by the end of the game he was on the right Foden I think he was on the right he started out he ended up on the left Bernardo was just completely all over the pitch he he did everything and Jesus he, I've noticed of late especially in that game just then usually he likes to veer off to the left wing but that game I saw him on, on that right wing so much and we just have that freedom and that creativity that it works we can just our players can just move around the pitch and cover for each other perfectly and that's what we was lacking at the start of the season we were just lacking that, that yeah, it's a lot's been made about this i saw i think jamie carragher and gary neville did a piece of the week that where they were discussing how man city managed to sort of like with the midfield that they used to play where it had like david silver and all these sort of creative players mm -hmm. how did it sort of work because they were saying like manchester Man United weren't able to do that. And I think it's because of the discipline. I think that's what they said as well. It's the discipline of the your midfielders you've got. Yeah. That even though they're sort of these creative players, they're quite happy to do actually do the dirty work as well and track back and do the And especially, say if one like goes out of position like Gundogan when he makes his uh, runs forward, there's always going to be someone that drops in. Always. And I think, I think that Spurs game was a perfect example of that. Like, that was the perfect game of football for a City fan. Yeah, it was. It was just... I, it was just cruise control throughout. I, I said to my dad, it was the, the only thing they really had with that Harry Kane at the bar. 
And bearing in mind, free kicks can anything can happen. So that yeah. it wasn't like a big chance. And that and Dombele on Dombele run through the middle, which one? All right, some maybe could have happened, but it won't. <laughs> it won't anything major. Yeah. And to see you missing arguably your best centre half, mm. missing is probably the wrong term, but he's dropped or whatever he is. It's it is really shows the depth that you've got there now, which is surprising really, having the start of the season you had with like the Leicester where you got beat five two and stuff. We don't need to speak about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was after that that West Brom game that that one all dry. I think I think Pep just sat down with them with the players and just said, look, you fight for your players. If you don't put in the effort, if you don't put in the performance, you don't play. Yeah, um, exactly. It's all changed since then. 16, tr- 16 wins on the trot. <laughs> it, what's so funny as well is the fact that you, your best players, arguably, in De Bruyne and Aguero, are both out. And you still, it's not sort of... I mean, there has been games, I think, where you have struggled for goals. Yeah, definitely. But not, as of late, it just seems, without them two, it's, you've got so, so much like strength and depth that it doesn't, mm. doesn't really matter. And that brings us back to Gundogan. Like, we, we have goal scorers all over the pitch. And it's coming, our top goal scorer for the club this season is Ilkay Gundogan, the central midfielder. It's just, he he's just filled that 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 role perfectly. Like I said, you're seeing Gabby Jesus go out onto the wing, veer out onto the wing or sit back just on the edge of the box a little bit. And you see the darting runs from Gundogan, who's getting the goals. No, that's you're exactly right. It's it, What Man City are now, which other teams are really struggling with, is that they're a proper team. Everyone contributes and everyone chips in with goals. You don't have one man that's sort of... Like, you look at someone like Leicester, where it's Vardy who's scoring all the goals. Even at Liverpool yeah. at the moment, where the Salah's the only one really scoring. Man City's not like that. They're getting... Even if sort of one person in performing, you know there's going to be someone that pops up. Yeah. I think it was last season we had six play, six different players have ten or more goals. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. It's, it's outrageous, Yeah. <laughs> Even like, yeah, I don't, it's just, it was, it, the best way of describing today, it was just a complete walk in the park. It Like, it generally was, they didn't, as soon as they had any sort of attack, like, I remember it, near the end of the game when Bale came on, they were on the left-hand side, and there was sort of some running through, and there, sort, there was something sort of happening, and the right four Man City players just swarmed him, and then that was it. 100%, the constant pressure, just even at the end of the game, just the hunger to win back the ball and hold on to it, or... Still the constant pressure, nobody stopping for a breath, pretty much. Just yeah, that, no, that's, you're right. that's what it's what Liverpool were doing to teams last year, was that? Yeah. Yeah. But what you the thing is with City as well, because they have so much of the ball, and if you if they the other team don't get anything when they have the ball, then it just it literally just is one way traffic, and that is what exactly what it was today. One hundred percent. I think Jose Mourinho isn't gonna be happy after that. I I haven't seen the interviews yet, but I don't think he's going to be happy. No, I think I th- I I think his time's up. To be honest, I, <laughs> I don't blame them. Bit washed up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it without yeah. going too deep. Well, no, that's the thing. Do you want to wrap it up there then? Because I mean, we've is there any other things you want to mention? Because I can't. I mean, besides the fact that City cruised it, <laughs> much more. I'd like to bring. I'd like to bring light to uh, the Edison penalty. Should have took it, in my opinion. Roger looked a little bit shaky. That were an awful penalty. <laughs> it was. The heartbreak as he as he got to the halfway line and then turned around. 
But then Aguero scored. Aguero scored a penalty like that in the League Cup final against Chelsea. If you remember, do you remember Kepa spilt it? I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I think he won that penalty shootout. I got a feeling Sterling scored the winner way. Put it in the top corner. <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna talk about that. That assist. Oh wow! That pass. The vision that man has. He's quite like a centre midfielder, isn't he? Oh, hundred percent. One hundred percent. I genuinely believe he could play anywhere. Do you think he is the best in the league at the moment, then? Because there's obviously Allison, but he in no disrespect to Allison. Yes, yes. Last week against against us, horror show, and then again to, with Leicester today, horror show. But no disrespect to him, he's a phenomenal keeper. How many points has he has he saved for Liverpool? Yeah, exactly. But this season alone, I, I think, although although he hasn't had much to do with our defence being so solid. I think just the he's not just a goalkeeper. He brings creativity to the game, to the way we play. He's always he's like that fifth man in defence. We need an option to pass back to. A lot of teams are kind of wary and a bit nervous just to pass back to the keeper. But with him, he's completely comfortable. He'll he'll ping it to the other side of the pitch, right to the right to our like attacker's feet. Yeah, his vision is. Passing, he, he's brilliant. Yes, yeah, that's where he's sat in the field. Go on. <laughs> maybe this year. There's always that debate with Allison versus Edison, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and the final point I want to mention, actually, which I forgot about, is where does Sterling sit on the England debate? Because it's quite a relevant topic at the moment. I think he, I think he needs to be in that team. Yeah, because obviously you've 100%. got. Well, is not the best example, but Rashford. There's, I mean, we've got uh, Barnes this morning, obviously. Mm. We've got an influx of wingers somehow, but yeah. we have. So do you think would he would he be sort of your, in, definitely your top two then? You've got Sancho. I think so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. In the no, in the upcoming tournaments, the Euros, World Cup, whatever, I want to see Grealish and Foden in the midfield. I want Sterling up there. And I just can't wait for him. <laughs> the best thing about Sterling as well, he can, he, he's quite versatile. He play, he can, like, because obviously Rashford, it seems when he plays on the right, he isn't as effective. Where Sterling, mm. that seems to be an issue for him. He seems to be yeah. a, sort of adapt and play either position. 100%. If we know we need to play, like, wide wingers, Sterling goes out onto the right with his right foot, ping it in. Yeah. But we like to play with the inverted wingers, so he plays on the left sometimes. But then, with our rotating attacking players like like i mentioned earlier just the rotation throughout the pitch you see him up front you see him on the right you see him on the left at least you see him all, throughout the game he's always in a different position and it works for him yeah no you're spot on right i think anyway we've we've blasted this drum for long enough now <laughs> see you i think we'll um, i'll do probably another one tomorrow on leads the leads game and then I think there'll be another one coming out Monday with a Liverpool fan, which might, might be quite interesting to react to the Liverpool-Leicester game. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you.